Hello, 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 and welcome back to Roll by KT. And I know it's been a month since I've posted, but again, gotta remind myself of those eight golden rules. <laughs> and one of them being, um, I want to post and talk about whatever I want, whenever I want, and however I want. So, um, this being a podcast about, uh, fuck, what is this even about? Whatever, you know, whatever comes to my mind and whatever I feel like talking about, I thought to maybe sit down and do a little bit of a reflection about how the year has has started and how the year is treating me. So, wow, what a month it's been. To be honest, I did not expect this much to happen in just a month. Like, it feels like 2024 has been has been around <laughs> for longer than a month. <laughs> I don't know if anyone can relate, but... It's just, it's been a really long and very enriching month to a certain degree, but also a very difficult one. Um, I guess I'm at a point in, I'm, I'm like, you know, okay, this show is supposed to be one that is really real and as the title says, raw. So I will be real and raw with you. I am not in the best place in life right now. I'm like going a bit through a low, I would say. I have this um, tendency, I guess, to feel a bit down and a bit maybe a bit unmotivated to do certain things and um, what I mean by that is recently I've been needing more and more time away from the screen and I've been craving to spend some time, spend more time outside or like spend more time doing things with my hands. Like I just started to try to learn how to embroider stuff by hand. So I bought a couple of kits and I also uh, finished actually something really cute. Um, it's one of those I don't actually know what the art form is called, but it's like basically you take a, a, some canvas material and you put it in a frame and then you use like wool, like literally colored brushed pieces of wool and you use a needle to push it through the canvas. and. Um, what comes out um, at the end or the end result is this beautiful picture that you've created with 
um, this cute and fluffy material and I, I think it's I think it's so cute um, I really like doing it uh, my very first one it took five hours for me to create and I did that while I was sick which is also something that happened to this um, January was well, this past January it's already February 5th today um, I ca- kind of caught COVID again that was unfortunate but a very real part of life sometimes you just get sick and you have to sometimes just be okay with that and it's really hard for me to step back from my responsibilities and hand them over to someone else when I'm sick Um, maybe that is the reality that a lot of adults go through or at least young adults fuck I don't know I what am I talking about? I, I, I really don't know what um, people who are older than me go through. But I try to learn. Um, maybe this is a young adult thing. I, I am attributing this as a an, an young adult thing right now because um, it's my experience. Um, that it's hard for me to kind of let go of my responsibilities and say, hey, like, I'm just not in the right state of mind and right state of health to take care of this and to just move on from that and like take the time off that you need to recover. I really did myself dirty this time because I um, I was sick and, and I kind of ignored it for a few days, a good few days actually. And um, it ended up me in me like having to take time off from work more than I probably would have needed if I were just to see the signs early on and react on them. Um, but it was that situation where I was like, oh, I'm actually fine. I can sit behind the desk and I can... I can sit and work and I can look at the screen and type. So um, what what holds me back from working is like just my state of mind, right? And that's something that I can change myself. That's a choice to feel bad or to feel tired. And then I started to realize my husband didn't feel good. And he was starting to, like, a couple days earlier than me, he started to um, take some time off and, like, just rest. And, um, yeah, I just ended up in me taking care of him for a while and then starting to realize that I'm actually not so well off either. And the funniest thing happened to me, I... As, as soon as I said to my team, hey guys, like I'm sick, please um, take over these tasks for me, blah, 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 whatever. Uh, as soon as that pressure of work was off of my shoulders, my whole 
my whole being just completely gave in. I closed my laptop, literally, like, closed it. I went up to my bed and I fell asleep for almost two fucking whole days. I was asleep from that day around 3 p.m., 2 p.m., until the next day. I only, I woke up once because I um, got hungry and I made some dinner, but I fell right back asleep. I could barely do the dishes. And speaking of dishes, there was, I think it was the day after, I um, packed out the dishwasher and packed it back in, you know, just normal chores. And then after doing that, and we don't have a very big dishwasher, it's very small, um, and it's really not that hard or, or like, it's not that much manual labor <laughs> to, uh, you know, do the dishes, right? And or to pack it out. And I packed it out and packed it in, and after that, I just sat on the couch and I just fell asleep. I fell asleep for like three hours. I never was that exhausted from being sick. And what was even stranger was that I didn't show any other symptoms except for exhaustion. I had, um, in the first few days, I had some chest pain, but I never had like a sore throat or a post-nasal drip or something like that. I was just freaking next level exhausted. And it made it so much worse that I had so many things on my plate. So I think that was not a really great way to start the year, to be honest, because I was, I had so many, I felt so ambitious in December to make this year a really good one and then having to start it like that just really sucks and I feel like I don't want that to be the thing that sets the tone for the rest of the year so I'm really gonna try to um, work on my attitude I guess a little bit after this period of being sick because I think it just changed my brain brain chemistry a little, so I'm I, I'm not feeling the, my best. But on another note, I wanted to just give an update on um, what else has been going on in January other than being sick. Um, is I stuff is crazy at work. Um, we just started with a couple new clients. And it's some new stuff that we've never, that I've never worked with before. Some new requirements that I never um, got the opportunity to get my hands on or to get my hands dirty with. So I'm happy about that and I'm, I'm excited to grow in the next few months. Um, just thinking about... At the end of March, for example, I, I just feel so excited because 
um, I mean, I'm 23 and I've already launched and I, I, like I'm in the start of my career in, in, in product management and product ownership. And I've already um, launched a few products. It's, it's actually really, really great. Um, sure, circumstances are not exactly ideal and they're not exactly the way I would prefer them to be which maybe we can get into in another podcast, but um, that's really great for, for someone that young, right? I, I, I should be giving myself that credit. And then um, next was that I, I'm working on something very exciting together with a very close friend of mine and colleague, and I'm really excited about it. It's something that I um, never thought that I would tap into. But um, I am now. And I'm in the works of um, registering my first sole proprietorship. Um, later, it, it probably would turn into something um, that includes uh, having a partner in the business, but let's see how it goes. Um, I Right now, we're just gonna test the waters, try it out and um, see if it even is a viable business model, but we've done, we've done the research, we did a market analysis and um, yeah, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really excited for some for, for this and for for using the knowledge that I've um, accumulated over the past couple of years um, in the business world and also working on um, some small businesses like uh, I don't know if I mentioned mentioned it in in this show before, but um, my husband and I have a small business um it's he creates he creates these beautiful beautiful designs and we manufacture lightsabers so i will add that our shop to the show notes in case you want to take a look um and i learned so much about uh, packaging and um, customer service and um, you know, building building physical products, making physical products from start to finish. Um, you know, a bit of electronics stuff, a little bit of uh, design stuff. Not as much though, um, because I've been more involved in in the whole logistics part, and packaging and and sending out parcels to our to our customers all over the world and that's been so amazing and I'm, I'm really thankful for that experience because I'm not really scared of starting this new business venture or trying it out at least um, at all because nothing is new to me only a few things like um, import and exporting that's new but um, I can make it I mean I'm sure it'll it'll turn out just fine um, and it's just, it just feels pretty awesome to start a Shopify account and to like, 
do work on some like branding stuff and and whatever um for my own project i'm so used to working on other people's projects that this is a new experience for me i'm always thinking like oh what would the client like or what would what would tamino like um tamino my husband if you haven't been listening to my, to my podcast and if this is your first episode tamino is my husband and we've been married for five years now um yeah five years wow crazy so yeah like starting this new venture is not that scary because i i I, i'm i'm just excited that's all that that there is i'm having some trouble though with the commercial registry here in Geneva because they're just not answering their phone. I think I need to go there to figure out where and what and when and why and how of the my of the progress of, of um, registering my first business. Um, because there's like I I filled out a couple of forms and stuff and I sent it out via snail mail and they just haven't gotten back to me. And it's been a it's been a week now. And I think that's really that's really stupid especially for people who are working with um you know startups and businesses and it, it's really preposterous having to wait for that long to to get any information back. I think it's really unfair. No wonder people are scared of doing new things because somehow the government doesn't encourage it. Um, Anyways, that's a whole nother topic. So let's see what else is on my list. Um, Ooh, something that's super exciting is that I have... I know it's really, really small. But it's something that, like, means so much to me, is I have my own desk. I have my own workspace that I never need to, like, disassemble or put away anymore. And if you don't know, and this is your first time listening... Um, Tamino and I live in a 32 square meter apartment in Geneva, um, Switzerland, and um, we do a lot here. We really make the most out of, out of the space that we are given, um, and honestly, I really love the lifestyle, like only having the essentials and you know you you're you're forced not to hoard stuff um and i don't know i just i just like i just really like the space that we have um but something that since we moved in i haven't had is my own workspace so like desk space that is big enough 
for me to work on some hobbies, stuff, uh, read, journal, work, have my microphone always set up, having my um, computer never, you know, never have to leave in there. Having my computer never leaving the desk. Um, having my external monitor set up and never having to change it or move it or like, you know, pick it up and put it somewhere else so that we can use this space. Um, up until now, I've we've been using my, essentially my desk space as like multifunctional space. So I ended up just using my like 13 inch Mac to do everything on and I usually ended up having that having it on my lap instead of having it on a proper desk and um, you know sitting up straight uh, we had this stupid piece of furniture that kept us away from setting it up the way that I wanted it and it was a couch that was modular and it could fold out to become like a bed. So that meant that we could have people sleep over here. And we've we've had two family members sleep over, both of our brothers. So my brother once and um, Tamino's brother. But um, honestly, like it it was it was just not worth it having to deal with this piece of furniture, this clunky piece of furniture, um, just for in case someone comes over. Like, if you have something like that in your life that is taking up space and, um, you know not the way that you want it to be get rid of it like it's okay it's your space and you have the say what happens to it if it's not making you happy then what's the point like your space is supposed to be there to be functional it's not there to be like pleasing others <laughs> it sounds so strange when i say it out loud but like that's the only fucking reason why we um kept the setup the way that it used to be because we we wanted to have space for in case someone comes over but that happens once in a fucking blue moon and we can use a blow up blow up um like mattress for that right there's a solution for that. We just need to make sure that we are comfortable in our space. And when we did the change, like, um, I, it was so like an emotional experience for me because I've been having such back pain and I've been experiencing like this weird consequence of not 
doing what I love anymore because I, f- because I don't have the space for it. And then, like, that was going on for so long that I just didn't take the time and space to do the things that I like and love. And what's so amazing is that I'm, I like literally, as I'm talking to you right now, is like, I can, I'm looking at my, my um, box with like paint in it. And I have my embroidery like stuff over there. And I have the books that I'm reading right now, right next to me, like super close by, don't need to rummage for them. And they're not taking up space in like in space that we need on a daily basis like my fucking headphones have a headphone stand like that feels so amazing the this is the first time time that I've actually had my own little area since I was a teenager like I haven't had that since I moved here to Switzerland and there's just there's a difference between like using somebody else's space to do stuff that you like compared to having your own space that you can do whatever you want with and like the furniture is what I want you know and like I can keep it clean as clean or as chaotic as I want (laughs) or I have like my own little trinkets that won't be moved or go anywhere um and something that happened a lot was that I had my little stuff and then I would like lose it because I would constantly have to move it um to make space for other things and it had an emotional emotional toll on me because I started to feel like subconsciously moving your stuff to make way for things that are so-called or in quotation marks more important makes you start thinking like fuck okay like my stuff is not as important as the stuff I'm making making space for you know and that's a really dark place to be when you are making space for others needs before you're making space for your own and like sticking to it it's I don't know if anyone has ever had this problem in their life before but it's like having I guess it's almost like sharing a bedroom with a sibling and not having your own separate like places to do stuff if you don't have it you don't do it and if you don't do it you become sad and the longer you're sad the more you teach your subconscious that your hobbies and your needs don't matter over other people's or over other needs that you have Like, I would be stressed every single day of, like, starting work because I couldn't just sit down and fucking boot my computer and just start, you know? Or, like, 
Oh my god, guys, gaming. I really, really like to play games. And it's a way for me to relax. Um, and it's also something that I can do together with Tomino and friends to let off some steam and to just have fun. And um, yeah, I, I really enjoy it. But I haven't played games since a really long time on like on a consistent basis and the reason for it is because I just my computer it was always a hassle it was always a hassle to set my computer up like my pc set it up connect it to the monitor um make sure that I have the keyboard because it was always rummaged rummaged somewhere into um like into a cupboard or something that I had to go and find um you know I I I used my my PC less and less often so it always needed updates and the games that I played also needed updates so I just ended up never playing because it was just a hassle because all of my stuff was just like all over the apartment and like I just never knew where my shit was and uh, at some point I stopped caring because I didn't need it anymore because I didn't didn't do my the things that I like anymore right so like if you can sympathize with my story like make sure that you have your own space it's such an important part of um, self-realization having a place that you call your own that nobody else uses or nobody else needs like it's just for you if you leave a notebook there nobody's gonna put it away or you're not gonna have to put it away because it's your space and that's it it's such an important part of life being there and showing up for yourself anyways so um yeah i speaking of games i wanted to maybe share a bit about um so the games that i've been playing lately and lately i've been playing more uh star citizen which is uh, like an open world game that you cannot describe in words it's such an amazing experience playing this um with friends and with tomino and um le- recently i've i've also been making more friends um playing this game which is really great because it's like coincidental um we've been playing a lot with this guy who invited him invited us to his org and um it it's funny because he um followed us on instagram uh on our azit sabers instagram and he basically like i took a picture of tamino playing and i put it on our story and then 
he reacted he was like fuck you guys also play star citizen and then i then we were like yeah we've been playing for years and stuff and it seems like a lot of people who are in the like lightsaber collector and like you know star warsy community they also play this game which is interesting and um seems like seems like we fit into an archetype <laughs> you know um but anyways uh, it, we've been playing with him and he, he actually bought a vendari which is on its way to him um so cool by the way vendari is um one of the products that we sell one of the hilts that we sell at az sabers and yeah, I, I don't know, we've just started becoming really good friends and I, I love it, I enjoy it a lot. So another thing that has been an addition or a new thing in my life is none other than, drumroll, the fucking Percy Jackson series. Oh my god. I don't know, like the last time I uploaded an episode of Raw, um, the first episode was of Percy Jackson was already out. And wow. I don't know why I forgot to mention it. Uh, I was thinking back on, on my the, the previous episode I think I posted it in, on like in January. I don't I'm not sure, but anyway. Um let me check. January 4th, I think, yeah, was the last time I uploaded and um I, it just slipped my mind to to mention that. Maybe because I was still I have this tendency to want to keep like nice things to myself for a while before <laughs> before I start talking about it um maybe it was that but or it was like um I wanted to wrap my head around the content of the show before I start talking about it so because I watched the first episode um after I watched the first episode I was just I was so I was so excited that I had to stop I had to pause the show like every couple minutes and like analyze it with Tamino. I was just like, "Oh my god, they forgot this or they did th- did it this way or that was a weird way of like designing this or that." And if you don't know Percy Jackson, um it is one of my like it, it is my childhood in it's my childhood condensed in a in a in a series of books and um, i think a lot of millennials feel this way about harry potter so if you have something like that um in your life uh, and also know people really like have the matrix um trilogy um as their like childhood favorite story um 
or their like obsession as a kid. Um, but mine was Greek mythology and Percy Jackson. Um, I've read the first book when I was, I don't know, maybe eight years old. Um, I don't, I, I'm not, I'm really, really not sure, but I think I was around that age when I first got exposed to the, um, to the Percy Jackson universe. Uh, and man, it's just been, it's been a ride watching this show because they really chose an amazing cast, I believe. I know that there's some like controversy around some of the cast members, but um, like not controversy, but some Percy Jackson fans don't like the fact that they've went, they've gone with like um, people of color, where the like character in the book is not a person of color. I really don't care, to be honest. Like. I I was a bit shocked, like, whoa, Annabeth is like a blue-eyed blonde girl and she's described as that in the books over and over and over and over and over again. But um, now that I've seen her act as Annabeth, like the current uh, casting, I actually don't know what is her name. Percy Jackson costs Leah Jeffries, okay, as Annabeth Chase. So Leah Jeffries, yeah. Um, I, once I saw her act, Annabeth, it just made a lot of sense to me. Um, she's super. Her personality is so in line in terms of how I imagine imagined Annabeth to be like when I'd read the books as a child. She is such a fierce character and her like her acting really needed to be spot on for her character to be believable. And I think that they really got that right. They also, oh my god, they got it so, so right with Walker. Walker? Yeah, Walker. Blah. Walker Scobell as Percy Jackson. Dude, this this boy has talent. I'm, I think that he, I, I'm just, I'm, it's great. Um, the casting is amazing. I really love that the guy who plays Luke as well. And um, I'm not too sure about the girl who plays um, the girl who plays uh, what's it? Oh my god, sorry. There's kids crying outside my door um i cannot concentrate <laughs> anyways uh now that that 
Scream Parade is over. Um, Dior, Good John, Good John, interesting surname. She plays uh, Clarice. I'm not too sure about her, um, like acting Clarice, Clarice, because Clarice is very fierce and, and I really, really imagined her completely different in my mind's eye. So maybe I'm not super happy with the casting for Clarice, but I don't know. She hasn't had enough screen time for me to be able to tell. But so far, so good. Percy Jackson series, I really highly recommend it on Disney+. Plus. Even if you haven't read the, read the um, books or any of the um, Rick Riordan series that, he, that he's written, um, I really do recommend. Um, I've enjoyed it so far. I'm, I'm like checking Reddit every now and then and there's a lot of people saying like that they've taken out a lot of the pivotal moments from the books um, to, I don't know, I guess compensate for time or whatever. And I do agree, especially with the latest episode. Um, let me check what episode it was. Um, episode episode eight yeah yeah wait let me check yeah episode seven and episode eight that was a bit of a shit show to me because they took out certain moments that were really like important in the books and I feel like there was since since the like the first book the lightning thief is all about um the cast or I mean all about the like Percy uh Annabeth and Grover going to the underworld trying to get into the underworld and um, essentially so f like they're not they're already back like it's too it's too fast they did not spend enough time in the underworld in my opinion I feel like they should have um, spent less time focusing on the the mission to try and get into the underworld like that was all good and fine, but they did really spend too much time, screen time on that, in my opinion. And way, way, way too little screen time of them actually being in the underworld. Like, essentially, and sorry for the spoilers, if you don't want to listen to, to that, I guess um, you can listen to another episode of uh, Raw or something, because I think I'm going to talk about it for the next uh, while. Um, essentially, there's a scene where they, after the fight with the three-headed dog, they go into the field, fields of Asphodel, if that's the right, right name. Yeah, the, 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 the fields of Asphodel. And, okay, this is the, the thing that triggered me the most 
out of all of those choices that they've made in the Percy Jackson uh, series on Disney. They really fucked up the fields of Asphodel because in the Greek mythology, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, I'm probably wrong because I'm not like a fucking brainiac about um, Greek myths, but I do think I know more than the average person um, about Greek myths. As far as far as I know, in the original mythology and in the books, in the Percy Jackson series, the fields of Asphodel have souls that are that are held back by regret and by fear. Okay, um, regrets of stuff that they haven't done in their lives, uh, and like the fear of moving on from the fields of asphodel because essentially you have to go through the fields of asphodel to go to the rest of the underworld and be assigned to wherever you need to go okay you have to go through the fields of asphodel they did but the fucking weird thing is that the fields of asphodel asphodel is a plant it's this like plant with purplish flowers and these plants populate the fields. The way that they depict it in the um, in the series is that the souls are actually the plants themselves. Like they're they have these roots that are inside, like that are like like their legs. And they're very, the souls are very lifeless. But that's not what the fields of Asphodel are. The fields of Asphodel are like, is the purple field and souls walking through it. Like, aimlessly. And then they try to communicate with each other, but they cannot because they don't have voices. That's the fields of Asphodel. Not like souls being like hunkered down by roots and like being super lifeless that's not exactly right and i don't know that triggered triggered me like that was just too much too much cha- too many changes for for no reason like what is the intrigue or the like, what was the point of doing that? I don't get it. I really, I'm not, I'm not a, like, um, movie specialist of any kind. Um, and I have no idea why directors and scriptwriters make the decisions that they make. But that decision was re- really weird. Um, then... Yeah, that's that's then they just generally spend too little time in the underworld. Like suddenly they were in the fields of Asphodel. Oh, also, what the hell was that with Annabeth? Annabeth got stuck in the fields of Asphodel, right? And it was not clear whether Percy or Grover gave her a pearl or not. That was not clear. You didn't actually see that interaction and if you don't know what the pearl does, if you if you have a pearl in the underworld, you can throw it on the, to the ground and you can basically spawn back to 
like where you where you came from before you were in the underworld and or or i think it's like you can actually imagine a place and then you can go there wherever you want to go and she it well they didn't they only had two pearls because grover lost his in the dog in the three led three-headed dog and it was just not clear that annabeth um had a pearl anyways well that was a bit weird and then um we don't know how she escapes the underworld like can could they not have shown that also there was this there was a scene where annabeth was getting stuck in the um fields of asphodel because a twine or a root started to come out of the ground and grab her by the ankle and to yeah because she had some kind of regret right that's why she was being held back in the fields of asphodel this root comes up and percy and grover are trying to like fight back this fucking root that came out um ever heard of a sword dude percy literally has anaclusmos in his pocket by the way, Anaclusmos is a pen that turns into Percy's sword. He literally has it in his pocket. Why doesn't he just use it? Also, Annabeth has a dagger. Ever heard of that? Like, you know, huh? you can just cut, a, cut the fucking root and then she's free. I don't get it. And then, like... Yeah, that whole scene was a bit weird. Then it basically jump cuts from that scene. Annabeth struggling and Percy and, and uh, Grover like leaving her reluctantly, but also like not that reluctantly. Um, they just like go. They're like, oh, fuck, Annabeth is stuck. Oh, okay, let's go. She can deal with her with with it on her own and she can um i don't know it was weird and so grover and bercy leave and then it jump cuts to the fucking desert also like the underworld doesn't look like that in my mind in my mind's eye like the scene where Percy gets um, pulled, or Grover gets pulled down into um, Tartarus uh, by the shoes that Luke gave them. That scene? What was up with that? Like, are they in the, de- they're in Dubai. Like, you know, it looks like that. They're like in the desert. They're supposed to be in the underworld. Like, it should be dark and gloomy and ugly and you know i don't know and they had two little struggles i feel like the underworld is where people suffer you know souls go to suffer in some parts of the underworld at least and percy and grover just didn't suffer enough i feel like that was not portrayed enough in my opinion but yeah, um, otherwise I've been enjoying it. I, I I think it's I think it's a really good adaptation um, of of the books, 
And I just fucking love the props, dude. The props and the... Like, it's just... Well done. Really well done. And they integrate the... Like, the royal... Royalness of... Um, of the gods and the titans into this, you know, 12-year-old boy's life in such a good way, such such a well-thought-out way. And they dress Percy so perfectly, Annabeth, her clothes are perfect, her... The props, oh, the, the Yankee cap, oh my god. There are so many, like, throwbacks in this series that just brings me so much joy like and they executed it excellently with with the with the props and camp half-blood looks so amazing i just really want to go to long island and experience that myself you know the half-blood in me screams for um like a percy jackson inspired vacation to Long Island I don't know <laughs> or to Greece maybe um, and yeah it just sparked my my love for Greek mythology again it's funny because I maybe it's been it's been a bit over a year now um, since I got a tattoo of Anaclosmos on my arm that's Percy's uh, sword. And um, I, I didn't know at the time when the adaptation was going to come out. And um, I didn't, I, I didn't want to wait to see what the design of the sword was um, until whenever the show came out. So... I just got like um, a version of it that I found on the internet that I really, really loved. Somebody made a 3D version of it, like a 3D model of um, Anaclosmos. And I just really fell in love with the design and, and, and then I gave it to my tattoo artist and I said, hey, can you do something with this? And he did and I just love it even more now, now that I get to experience these throwbacks. And um, it just feels so good to be able to dive back into, like, these childhood treasures. Um, and these, like, little obsessions that I had when I was a kid. And, yeah, they, it, all of the memories are just brought back by, by this um, series. And I think a lot of people feel the same way um, about it. So give it a look. Check it out. Um yeah, let me take a look what else is on my list that I wanted to have, like, update about. Um... Ah, yes. Another cool thing that happened in January was that I updated the Hazard Sabers website. So we have a completely new look. Um, we totally, we moved from one shopkeeper, uh, online shopkeeper, keeper to a new system so we used to use Weebly which really just sucked and was just not modern enough and we moved to Shopify which is 
tons better. And we just really love the design of our website now. We worked really hard to make it look like that and work like that. So if you want to, you can check it out. And yeah, I guess that's it for January, huh? Maybe not my best episode so far. Um, but at least, you know what? I showed up and I'm here and I'm making an episode and I'm doing something that I enjoy. So I hope that I can and it can inspire you to do the same thing. Um, if you have something that you want to work on, just do it. Just go. Take the time that you need to take. Just do it. All right, well, have a wonderful February and I hope to make a new episode very, very soon. Bye-bye.